Welcome to Podkendo, a Nintendo podcast, where they analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. All was peaceful in the mushroom kingdom. Go split in the sword, catch the star Wow! So with his old enemy Bowser in a marshmallow, he broke lightning. Are you watching a wedding cake and a killer Venus Hey guys, welcome to the Podtendo Podcast, where we analyze, reminisce, and replay the glory of old Nintendo games. We contacted, uh, maybe leave a YouTube comment or send us an email, podtendo at gmail.com. We're on the other socials, but like, oh man, I... I'm not on those things. I don't check. Uh, we're a review retrospective. Let's play pop culture show. So you're going to kind of get a little bit of all of those elements in time with obviously the titular game that you know because you clicked on the link. You know, we're going to talk about. I'll mention it here in a second. I'm your co-host, Mick, and I'm joined every episode by my lovely and talented co-host. Tyson. Sweet yo, sweet yo. So year over, uh, month of Mario behind us. We're into the Christmas season. And boy, look at that. we got another Mario game on the docket. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's newish <laughs> yeah oh so. yeah yeah yeah. and we usually do a new game in december or donkey kong for some reason and we decided not donkey kong 64 this year we can't put that evil in our lives so we went with a new game which is kind of just yep. a remake which also makes it easy because we are doing a rerun today of super mario rpg the legend of the seven stars yes uh good game so and it just got re-released i mean for the first time since the super nintendo so why not grab a couple copies and uh, dive into this Square Enix Nintendo crossover event, which is, uh, which was amazing. A uh, couple and, copies, you say? Yeah. Well, okay. you bought one. I bought one. A couple. Oh, okay. This isn't like the thing where I bought a copy of Metroid Prime and I never want to open it, so I bought a second copy to play because I need my Switch game to never be opened. You know, sometimes I do that, but I just buy the digital copy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like I can a, see that. Sure, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, you know what, though? In my defense, I have heard that uh, media uh, from, like, movies and stuff like that, people, there is a bit of an outcry of buy physical media. So people that really uh, enjoyed, say, like, Barbie or, like, the Teenage Ninja Turtles movie, are people are going out of their way to buy the DVDs and Blu-rays currently because they don't like that streaming services can just indiscriminately just remove things from platforms right and you may be without these things that you might love so apparently physical's making a bit of a comeback yeah i think it's kind of like even uh with uh digital music or when music went yeah. completely digital yeah, yeah. streaming services and all that crap and then now here's vinyl coming back um so like well, cds that, were that's a bit more of a collect like yeah when, when cds start making a comeback that's when you're gonna be like oh or potentially purchasing things on iTunes, right? Instead of just relying on your Amazon Musics or what. Yeah, and I think having the physical copy is nice because then you actually just like have it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, like that does not foolproof. That doesn't mean that they can't just be like your game no longer even works, even with the disc. Um, but True. it's nice to actually have the physical copy. It's just something that I you got to do. I made the switch this year to stop buying a lot of digital stuff. Um, and if I can, 
just buy the physical ones. I'm, a lot of times it's more expensive, but it's like, yes. what's the extra sometimes like 20 bucks? Not or just to have the digital copy versus this. Like, just spend the money. Just yeah. get yourself a physical copy. You'll thank yourself in like 10 years. And I'm a crazy person. I would say never buy digital, but maybe don't be a crazy person like me and like find that middle ground of like if you love something and it means something to you buy a physical copy then that way you have it right like get your favorite movies have dvds just in case like a streaming service could just disappear tomorrow right you're like i love amazon oh it's gone amazon prime doesn't exist anymore that's weird or they've changed it to a point where like it's not feasible for you to keep using yeah. it yeah they're like um, no, but- no 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 well this is a, this is not a free service anymore this is we have to get extra bonus membership to use our streaming that's just for shipping goods oh okay yeah yeah and then you know when there is a product that hasn't been available for a very 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 long time and you've always wanted to get your hand on one and when they potentially do a remake you run out and you buy it that's you it make sure you buy yourself a physical Ooh. copy put it on the shelf or slap it into your console and uh, enjoy it which we just so happen to have today. So. Wow, look at Segway Jones over here. We thought You thought we were, like, I was trying to steer this train. I was trying to take a left turn. Tyson's like, no, 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 the tracks were laid down. I'll, I'll look at this back here. Whoop, whoop, I'm the conductor. Good job, Segway Jones. So, like Tyson alluded to, the game we're talking about today, Super Mario RPG, The Legend of the Seven Stars. We look both at the Switch release, so the remaster. Uh, and I think we call it a remaster because it's pretty much the same game. They just put a fresh coat of paint on it, and they didn't really alter too much i think there's one extra added thing and it's literally like just a screenshot of all the characters at the end of the game great cool awesome uh so with that uh the game was developed by squaresoft not square enix that's how old this game is Uh, it sold 2.4 million copies it was released march 9th 1996 how long to beat has this game at 16 and a half hours what are you doing for that long in this game? It's so short. Actual retail price was $70. And if you factor in inflation, that'd be $107 today on current eBay price. Now, this is an old notes. These are notes from seven years ago when we first did this show. So things might have altered. So don't hold me to this. I won't buy you this game if it's more. So currently on eBay, I have the price as $70 to $90. I feel like it might be more. Uh, and then there are some Japanese Famicom versions for $11, which is accurate. Maybe that price has gone up to about 20 or so, so right? Uh, I may buy this since I do have some other Famicom titles. You know, as much as I grow and change and like to try and, you know, be a better version of myself every other day, I'm just the same humble guy. You know, at the end of the day, good good job me. On eShop price on the Wii, 8 bucks, 3DS, $13 if it's on there. And then the Wii U, I think I paid $2.00 because i had it on the wii already is this system a scam huh yeah probably yeah definitely just for like an extra come on just give us these things for cheap guys let's let's play these games um but i just checked ebay currently the pricing of these games have kind of dropped down where you can get a brand new listing for 46 bucks plus like 30 bucks shipping or whatever um and there's like a three or four of them so i'm assuming now that there's this game's remastered and it's the exact same game people who were hoarding this game as a potentially trying to make a profit out on it or selling See, it i'm still seeing them for like quite like fairly expensive like 150 yeah those are, the, those are the complete ones but just scroll down like these are like three days ago six days ago six days ago so maybe my settings are just a little off maybe i'll look into that also reproduct reproduction carts are also like available Cheap. So I have some mm-hmm. other games, like I have a Final Fantasy 3 and a Super Metroid that I paid like 40 bucks for the two of them to put on a shelf. So that might also be the case. Well, that's a funky one. 
that's definitely a repo cart, and they don't have the same sticker on it, and they want, still want 100 bucks. Okay. I need to go on Tyson's eBay, where, like, he gets good prices, as opposed to my eBay, right? And it's, it's funny, because uh, we, we're, we're just looking at games, and you had way better prices on, like, handheld games than I did, so. Yeah. Huh. Um, that is odd. Okay. You know what else is odd? Been 10 minutes talking about this game. I mean, this is, I think, our only show in December, so... We could take as literally probably as much time as we want on this. Yeah, you know what? It, we rarely dive into pricing and stuff yeah. like that. But you know what? It's uh, it's fun to dive into that stuff. If you're into it, we recommend checking it out because maybe you can scoop up an older copy for cheap. Yeah, might be a good time to buy. There you go. If L- not, don't worry about it. Low market. So where to well, where to play an OG carts Switch remake or an emulator like a dirty, dirty pirate? Arg, uh Considering we have seven pages of notes to get through and we're on the first paragraph, let's go. So, before we go any further, though, we have to, we have to jump into our patented Wayback Machine, travel back to March 9th, 1996. See, what is life like back then? So, we start looking at our favorite show, which is The Simpsons, and it's season seven, episode 17, Homer, The Smithers. Homer takes care of Mr. Burns. Hilarity ensues. Great episode. Yeah. 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 All of season, like, like four through like eight or just so good so nice other top tv shows you could watch are er seinfeld suddenly susan friends the naked truth and fired up interesting shows okay all right how about top cartoons so the cartoons started this year so 1996 specifically we see arthur blues clues hey arnold dexter's lab kablam and superman the animated series yeah pretty sweet um superman animated series underrated and Gosh darn it, Arthur finally ended a few years ago, so that was a long-running-ass show, and who doesn't love Dexter's Lab? I think it's Omelette du Fromage. That's the only thing I learned Yeah, that's the years. That's a, uh, my, no, we'll talk about it. My thing we were talking about earlier has all old cartoons, so I've gone back and watched, like, Pinky and the Brains and stuff, and I watched the G.I. Joe movie. Nice. Yeah, with, like, it's, that's Serp- a solid soundtrack. Serpicor, whatever his name is. It's great. Good times. Uh, Serpentor. Serpentor, yeah. yeah. All right. So top movies uh, are released March 6th, 19, or March 9th, 1996. Uh, the Birdcage, Fargo, and Homeward Bound 2. Lost in San Francisco. Hmm. I don't remember I Homeward like I, Bound 2. I, yeah, couldn't. You know, I maybe remember it, but it could be any shows from the 90s at, at that point. They yeah. all blend together. Like, here's dogs, and they sort of talk. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, still in theaters, could be up close and personal. Down Periscope. So, if you're wondering what Kelsey Grammer's up to at this point, he's starring in a Navy movie. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx, I believe that's with Mr. Jackie Chan. Uh, Muppets, Treasure Island, Happy Gilmore, and Black Sheep. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, you know, not, not too bad movies. Not too bad. I mean, not uh, like amazing, but not bad. Uh, the Muppet Treasure Island, for some reason, I know that We've Got Cabin Fever was on a commercial, and I watched a lot of TV, so I sang that song a lot. Don't think I've ever seen the movie. And if you waited a week or two, you could watch Executive Decision, Sergeant Bilko, Primal Fear, Fear, and James and the Giant Peach. Oh, that thing gave me nightmares. Yeah, it's kind of kind of scary. Uh, video games released this month. We saw Kirby Superstar, and then I guess oh, and Resident Evil. Okay, all right. And then last month was Pokemon Red and Green and Civilization Two. Jeez, only a few months now, and it's going to come over here and be this smash hit. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm we're we're gonna we're gonna burn hundreds of hours into that those cartridges. Crazy. So like around the same time that we first saw Resident Evil on the PlayStation, we were getting Super Super Mario RPG and then Pokemon on the Game Boy. Man, that's some like that's some big IPs dropping right there. Holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like dang these uh. No wonder we couldn't get all these games. Too many games. Too many good games. Come on, Mom and Dad. Why weren't you millionaire rocket scientists and just bought us all this stuff? Yeah. yeah. If only you would have went to millionaire rocket scientist school. That's so sad. Top three songs according to the Billboard charts. Then we'll decide if we want to li- live here. It's, it's not horrible. It's not, not the worst. Uh, I feel like maybe if the songs were better. But this might have just been the top three songs of 96. I'm not sure how we did this. So the number three song was Because You Love Me by Celine Dion. No sound clip. All right, we'll just move on. The number two song was One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey. And finally, the number one song was Macarena by Los Del Rio. Yes, this is prime Macarena. They're making all the kids do the stupid dance. So you remember this kind of time too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So around. Do you remember having to do the like the Macarena competition? I'm sure we talked about this before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 That's why I also does. Def- definitely what... was rigged. It definitely, definitely was rigged at our school. It was, it was, there was a competition. I don't remember that part of it. If there was anything, and like, you you suck at dancing. You don't have to do it anymore. I was like, yes! Oh, yeah! <laughs> Woo! Suckers! Yeah. 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 Right. No, I, I definitely got eliminated, even though I was doing the moves, and I didn't okay. miss a beat. And they were just like, no, you lose. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Is that, that, that why uh, the, the kids uh, that you're related to are in the finals? Let's see. Nepotism. Sure. Nepotism runs strong, even in 1996. So are we traveling back I'm, to that? I wanted that $25 gift card to, like, a candy store or something. You could have just got a job. Yeah, I did have one. I was, I was a lawn, lawnmower kid. Oh, okay. Some, uh, good times. Good times. But on to Mario. There you go. So uh, as Tyson talks about the bitterness of his life in 96 as a seven. Wow, you're really bitter for a seven-year-old. Uh, that is the time. Are we going to live there? <sighs> no, it's just missing a little something. Close, so close, but yet so far away. I'm still playing Pokemon and Resident Evil all the time, so yeah. And it's nice to actually have this game, so yeah. we can mix it into the to the arsenal. I no longer have to like bust out my SNES Classic or SNES Mini or whatever the heck yeah. it's called. Sweet. Okay. Cool. So it wasn't on there. This, oh right. This game didn't make it because of licensing with Square. Because Square still owns the rights to this game. Oh, bastards. Yeah. Uh, so the development details of this fun, fun game. So now we know what the pop cultural landscape looks like. This game was made by Square, the masters of RPGs. When they teamed up Nintendo to cash in on Mario and the growing RPG popularity. Uh, okay. Now these are like old notes. So again, we can make fun of them if they, if they sound stupid. Due to the latest or to late development of this game, Mario RPG has an almost 3D look to it. They were masters of the Super Nintendo technology at the time and used advanced lighting techniques to help create the 3D effect. I think they also used pre-rendered drawings instead of sprites. Same with Donkey Kong. Yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe I know more things about developments and stuff since I've made these notes. Uh, The game is one of seven SNES games to use the Nintendo SA1 chip which allowed higher processing, faster access to RAM, greater memory capabilities, data, storage, and compression. The other six games were Mega Man X2, 3, Pilot Wings, Super Mario Kart, Kirby's Dream Land 3, Star Fox, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Cool. So of those games, which one's the best? I think it's Mario RPG. <sighs> oh, you know what's fun? I think we're playing like Mega Man X2 and 3 in the new year, and we can mm. have that conversation because they're pretty good. 
They, I, you know, I haven't played them in a while, so looking forward to but, getting back but, into but, it. But like, this is definitely at least gold or silver. Like, so, that, so we're talking like higher echelon, maybe the X, Mega Man X games. Like, we can have that conversation. But like, some of the elite games too, right? Like Kirby's Dreamland Three is not horrific. Everyone loves yeah. Mario Kart, right? Like that's, Yoshi's Island's not bad. Oh, it's got some yeah. irritating sounds or whatever, but you know. Yeah, if it wasn't for the catchy music that you want to like dance to, you know, yeah, you just turn down that irritating baby crying. Oh, my dog left just... the room. I upset him. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, new to the Switch release here, just the last two notes is that they do have two modes. So breezy mode, uh, if you're just wanting to sit back, get the story, and normal mode. So breezy mode, you have. Uh, level up faster, decrease battle difficulty, leading into easier fights. It reduces the health points of uh, enemies and bosses. Uh, attack command is easier, and it's recommended for players who enjoy the story. And normal mode is just normal difficulty of the original game. You carry less items compared to breezy mode, and I had a lot of items, so... All right. And then recommended for players who want to enjoy both the story and combat. Cool. Yes, yeah. Well, who doesn't want to enjoy the combat? Uh, that's that. Yeah, I made that note afterwards, and I'm like, there's an easy mode in this game. Why did this game need an easy mode? All right, so the controls. So it's a basic RPG controls, and the additions of the action command is seen here. Uh, the exploring section is always fun. I enjoy that no random battles. So unlike other RPGs at the time, all the sprites are animated when you run into them. That kind of engages you in battle. You can run and jump, so it's very a very basic platformer. Although that may be like one of the worst parts of this game. Uh, it's a good mix of characters. Okay, could use some more to add to the strategy. Yes, because hitting A a bunch. Man, that's a good strategy. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, it's a... Uh, I, it, you know, you know, I think we said this before, but I think it needs like one or two more characters for sure. Does it? I don't know. Yeah, I think I, one more. One more. One more? I mean, you can only ever have three. You need to have Mario, so the two new characters of Gino and Mallow or Peach or Bowser? I don't know. I, I kind of like just playing without the Peach and the Bowsers, because I get lots of those in my life and other games and other contents and, like, a little Gino, a little Mallow? How can you make characters greater than that? They're so delightful. But you need Peach. She's like the healing oh, queen, man. Oh, you don't need... No, no, you don't need to heal in this game. It's so easy that's actually unnecessary, so... That's that's fair yeah i guess uh yeah yeah okay cool it's not a hard game for it's sure. not a no i will i'll say that right now fun game i liked it but very uh first memories here we go so this is this is maybe a new section although i think it was in my old notes so let's see what did they say i saw it during a sleepover and was interested to try it out Man, I was an exciting little kid. Uh, one of my childhood friends had the game, and I played through the first part of the game when I went to his house. He would erase my file after I left. That makes sense. Uh, the game, this game, it's so great. I wish I owned, I wish I had owned a title. That doesn't make sense. Uh, but it came out right after, around the time we got our N64, so that's probably why we skipped this. That's exactly why we skipped this, because you'd go into the Walmarts or Zellers or your Kmarts. There's all these N64 games, and then right beside it, a Super Nintendo game. And I'm like, but it's the same price as the new systems. Why would I spend money on the old system? Little did I know. Uh, and then I played through it once during college. I played a lot of games in college. Maybe I should have studied more, and I could have become a rocket scientist school man myself. Hmm. Yeah, made my own Super Mario RPG with Damn. Blackjack. Damn. Uh, first memories for yourself? Um. Yeah, I remember... 
seeing it and maybe playing through a little bit of it, uh, staying over at a friend's house, then not really touching it uh, until we replayed through it. Okay. And I think, yeah. Then I saw it was getting re-released, and I was like, yeah, this might be the time I actually just pre-order this just in case I can't get my hands on a physical copy and now you can easily get your hands on a physical copy they printed millions of these yes which I'm thankful for yeah, did I have uh, maybe I went to a store maybe that's how I got it I think I went to a store that's kind of all the preamble now we're into the game proper and there are walls and walls of notes uh we will no I, I did a good job so if, if you look at the note page Tyson you're panicking because you're like man you're gonna be reading for like two hours the bolded text at the bottom is kind of my quick summary of what happens. So I'm thinking we do that, we talk about it, maybe provide an analysis, a thought, and then move on rather than me talking about every single point indirectly. So we start with the story, though. So one nice day, Bowser kidnaps Princess Peach. Mario must rescue her. And that's how we start at Bowser's Keep. Uh, yeah. So- we see Bowser. You, you did miss one one little note. Toad does walk into... No, no, that's in a different game. For some reason, I was getting this in uh, Super Mario World where like, Toad walks in on him in the bathroom. Oh, Super Mario... Like, you mean Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga for the 3DS or just thank DS? You. Yes. Okay. Uh, Not yes, Super yes. Mario World, like you said. Yes, exactly. Sorry. My, my brain's all... Oh, that's Pride. right. He's on antibiotics, so that is fair. There, you did My something bad. in the last show too, where you kept saying stuff. I think it was like the Mario Brothers movie. You, you say a couple things, <laughs> you just clearly say the wrong thing, and like we just kind of move on. And I'm like, "Goddamn ghosts!" I just want to yell at you so much. And I'm like, "No, Polydome does not evolve directly into Polywrath, you idiot! Polywhirl!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah! I, I, I sometimes get my my words all mixed up anyways so being on antibiotics and being loopy doesn't help so no i mean i can't make apologies better no good uh bowser's keep is the first area so we see bowser capture peach which is weird so when i was looking at this game last night the beginning before you ever get to the menu section right before you ever get to starting the game you see this cutscene, and you could skip it and then starting the game you have to watch the exact same cut screen but it's not skippable odd i guess maybe as like maybe a remind nah just i don't know it seems odd uh so you go to uh, you you see the <laughs> you see bowser capture peach you fight him you see a big sword crash into bowser's castle uh and that's it mario goes flying away and the game starts anew so basic intro to the mechanics of this game and we get just a brief view into a greater story wow yeah yeah um kind of cool mm-hmm. that it you know Jumps you right into like kind of like the ending of what would be a regular adventure. Um, so, and then everything gets shifted when a giant uh, sword gets comes crashing on down. Uh, I think you're fighting on a chandelier, so you have to swing at the aim at the actual like holster, not just Bowser. There might or be, it yeah. Matter? Uh, no, I think you do actually have to uh, hit the holster so that the chandelier drops, otherwise, Bowser might have infinite health or something. I don't know, I'm not entirely sure if you play the first if you play the tutorial fight wrong what happens i've never tried it i've never been that curious i know but it is kind of just uh it's cute it's quaint it kind of sets the tone for this game that mario's house is literally at the foot of bowser's castle yeah yeah really uh 
puts things in perspective. Yeah, like, like it's a tongue-in-cheek game. It's going to be cute. It's going to play with some of the tropes of these old games that we're familiar with that we love. Uh, and you see that kind of just the world design too, right? You're like, wait, Mario lives right there? Of course that's where he lives. Sure, why not? Uh, on. Yeah. However, though, now we're into the greater story. We head to the Frog Wallet. So we head to the Mushroom Kingdom. We meet a frog who had his coin stolen by a crocodile guy. And then we have to make our way to Mushroom Way to help chase down the thief and battle the crocodile. Yeah, I, I love this little guy. He's so adorable, this little top hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a... Uh... He's definitely my hero, and I wanted more of him. I wanted him to be a character. Let me add him to Oh, my I see. That's the guy that you wanted. Mm. Yeah. All right. Did you ever look into plushies of this game? Because I know what you said it when we had talked a couple weeks ago when you were playing this game. You are like, I need like a plushie of Crocodile. I love him. Or Crocodile. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. Okay. Um, I did I did see a couple, but they weren't like really nice quality, and they're obviously just like somebody's. Yeah, yeah attempted things and i'm like um we'll see maybe <laughs> maybe this game sells well fingers crossed yeah you don't need a bunch of toys in this game what do they do come to life and help you on an adventure <laughs> poppycock all right so now that we've rescued the wallet we can head back to the mushroom king we find it under attack so we head back to toad town beat up some shy guys take down their boss mac before rescuing the first of the seven stars and venturing out to find slash save more and uh, boss here is Mac. He's a big pogo stick guy. Attack with thunderbolts to clear out his helpers and use Mario's super jump to clean his clock. Okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It kind of introduces a little bit of thing. Like with Mallow, he's so nice to have because he does that little um, can tell you through weakness and health. Yep. Um, and he's your healer, so they they really enable you to, with like the basics of of like a white mage right off the bat and it's it's such a nice little mechanic like, the, like this game is efficient and mm-hmm. it doesn't mess around with like too many game designs or game mechanics they're just kind of give you like they sprinkle it throughout so by the end of it you have lots of it um but i, I think would... they do a good job kind of introducing like now here's the magic that does damage Gotcha. And then yeah. build on the next mechanic and the next mechanic. So. Yeah, I would say Mallow's more of like a red mage because he does have the healing, but then he also has some of the attacking and physical attacks aren't his his weakness either, right? So he kind of is a little bit well-rounded in that sense, but nice to keep around. And yeah, it's good to have someone that can heal you without items in this game. So Yeah, yeah. Cool. And I think it's nice that he is, like you said, a red mage. So you can kind of... He can introduce. He's a good introduction to a lot of mechanics because you it's you and Mallow for a, quite a bit before you get your your third character. Yeah, and like I think you could almost argue too that the introduction of Mallow, his continuation, his use in the greater story, the greater narrative that this game is trying to produce. Like he's kind of it's tough. Like is he the secondary character in this game? Maybe. I I think so. Like it's kind of like Gino's and Mallow's story. But, but then, like, Bowser's, the like, involved. like, Mario. Yeah. It's interesting. And, like, yeah. It's so. more complicated than Black and White. But, you know, glad that we have him. Glad we got our rescued our first star. Uh, glad that we jumped on the little toad guy and we found the secret frog coin. Because, oh, boy, you better get those. Not forget to end of the game. And be like, oh, I haven't spent a single frog coin. Oops. All right. So uh, so we get to take the tadpole home. Because that's what the, the little cloud guy is. He's a tadpole. Uh, let's see. So we venture through a sewer. We fight a boss, Bloom, before being flushed out into a river. Okay. All right. I really summar- summarized this game quite well. <laughs> Good old. Yep. 
Uh, anything yeah. going on with the sewers? There is a bit of a maze. Uh, if you don't know which route to take, it can be kind of confusing. But essentially, I think you take a pipe, jump over a ledge, lower the water, and then kind of move your way through, right? So uh, it's not overly, yeah. superly complicated. The bosses aren't too, too tough. Uh, and below them, I think, is fairly manageable. No, and each each of these levels are super short. Like, you maybe have five to seven different areas that mm-hmm. you kind of go through. So honestly, if you just kind of guess right and guess right and guess right, then you're kind of at the end of the end of the level, and you're like, "Well, I'm not going back." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Uh, let's see. And then I almost had another point: bosses, levels, platforming, adventure. No, gone. The oh, layout. Uh, the combat in this game is actually a little bit reduced, especially in the remake, because there's AOE attacks. So if Mario has a hammer, or when you get the hammer, I think maybe before you fight the crocodile or after you fight the crocodile you get the hammer you can do uh, area of effect damage so if you hit one guy and you hit their action command just perfect uh there'll be ripple effects and you can get stronger and as you level up and grow and become harder hitters you start wiping out like five goombas at once with one mario attack so kind of breaks the game a little bit uh it speeds it up for sure but early on i was already noticing i was like oh the combat in this game way easier like, I don't know what happened, but, like, they've added these things. Not only that, but there's also a star meter. So as you kind of do combos and you do enough action commands correctly, start stacking, so you get attack bonuses and uh, evasion bonuses. And the, it all kind of kept track neatly on the side of the screen, but it really dumps down the combat of this game. Yeah, it's um, surprisingly simple um, where they, a lot of, sometimes the best strategy comes down to, like, whacking at, whoever the main boss is or whoever the main threat is. So if it's not the boss or it's mm-hmm. like the, their, the the secondary boss or whatever, secondary like thing that just does a lot of damage or has a lot of crazy attacks, you're like, just focus that down and you win. Well, like, not only that, but like the star gauge, once it's filled up, you have a star attack and that can deal like four to 500 damage to the bosses. So like Balome was so simple yeah. for me because I had my meter filled up, Mario attacked for a bunch, Mallow, who wasn't as hard hitting, crushes a couple hundred damage then mario attacks again and he's under like 100 health and it's been two attacks so it's a bit of a game breaker right uh some nice creature comforts but super crazy on to getting wet though so now we're flushed out of the uh sewers we play a waterfall mini game but i feel like there's lots of other notes i have here uh we go to tadpole pond we meet frog fuchsius which was like this frog sage that took mallow in apparently mallow is actually a cloud not a tadpole i i didn't know uh, we hit the Rose Town, and there we find that there's ra- arrows raining down from the sky, freezing people. Uh, I think we go talk to a little kid at the inn. He plays Mario, knocks us out. We see his doll come to life, and then we're off to the next area, the forest. So what about that one? Anything in that part of the game tickle your fancy? Um, no, it's kind of a little bit more basic. Um, the next part coming up, kind of where uh, there's a little bit of a difficulty ramp i i don't know if i've just like because i'm not grinding or i'm not killing everything i see oh, yeah. a little under leveled at this point but it's not too bad um pr- completely manageable mm-hmm. um kind of uh, expands the world weird that they're like hey there's this doll named gino but he's not going to come up later and then comes alive and walks out of the ro- or walks out of the scene and you're like huh that was weird on to, the, on to the next thing. Oh, yeah, the introductions of this, like, it's very debonair, and they're just like, nah, you know what? This little cloud guy, this doll that comes to life, we're just going to hopefully kids understand what's going on. We're not going to inundate them with 
much more than that. Uh, I, I did always, as a kid, I think I had a friend that used to joke that Mallow was a tadpole, and I just took him at face value. I was like, oh, that's what tadpoles look like, I guess. Well, after you play this game for half an hour, you realize he's clearly a cloud sage person. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, makes sense. Okay, cool. I, I understand that joke that was told to me almost 30 years ago. <laughs> that kid was hilarious. Clever, clever. Clever boy, clever boy. So on to the forest maze. Oh, never mind. This is where I got everything. Uh, he joins us on a quest, go to Rosetown, people attack ventures into the forest. Uh, so we venture into the forest after the alive doll. We team up with this doll named Gino, and we take down a boss, Boyer. And rescue the second star. Uh, Boyer's special ability is there's an X, Y, and an A laid out on the ground, so to match your controllers, which indicates special attacks, items, and attacks. And occasionally he'll just stop you from using one of them. So at some point you might lose your ability to use your special abilities or your items or your attacks. It will vary. Yeah, it's kind of kind of fun. Adds a little something extra, right? Uh, it's a it's fun when the bosses play with like gameplay mechanics and make you rethink strategies. Yeah, forces you to use some other things, especially when he knocks out your main attack and you can't just mindlessly mash the A button. Um, but it's neat. I, I like this like little level. Like I said, it kind of gets a little diff- uh, more difficult. Um, every so often you'll come across like a special enemy so it has more health or whatever. So I can't, like the little uh, bloopers, whatever the heck are the, the little caterpillar guys? Wigglers. Bloopers, Wigglers. bloopers clearly are the fish. Yeah, okay. Anyway, no, sorry. that's a cheap cheap. <laughs> My apologies. I uh brain stupid. Um anyways, so the wigglers. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, the caterpillar guys. Up, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I came across a difficult one and it was just wrecking my day, so I had to grind out here a little bit. Oh. That's, that's my only note on my end. Okay, so there are actually special enemies in this game, so occasionally you might hit a random battle and you'll have like a special enemy. And that just means that that character has more health, more attack, more defense, uh, and it's going to be more of a challenge, right? So that's probably what you, is that that's potentially what you yep. ran into as a special yep. wiggler, and yeah, yeah. They um, they every enemy is too easy, and then the special enemies are too tough. So I don't way know. too tough. Yeah, I was getting wrecked because the guy that comes out of that first entrance, there's like a little hole, and he comes oh, yeah, out yeah. and you jump on him and give you a coin. Um, but if so often he is a. Uh, special enemy and will kind of was kind of wrecking me for a little bit so i had to grind and not play stupid I, you're kind of you're kind of fragile with just you and mallow right now yeah yeah your team and gino's just Before, a glass until you cannon. Get gino. gino's yeah. a glass yeah. so like all it's doing is just deferring some of the attacks right so yeah early on in the game i guess it could be kind of difficult i got stuck somewhere and i definitely over leveled and didn't have much trouble after that was i stuck here i don't think so but we beat boyer that means we're on to the moles so from Rosetown, we head to a mole mining town. We find out the children are trapped in the mine. Explore, fight Croco again, get a bomb, and then we have to fight Bunchinello. He throws bombs. I don't know if I have much to say on this guy. You get another star here and go on a fun mine cart ride. Cool. Yep, yep. Um, the mole kind of village is, is fun. Got to yeah. go save the kids uh, after a cave-in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um... And you chase Croco, a Croco around with all the couple. Was it shy guys? No, they're like thieves. I don't know. They're little guys with like bags. Right. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you chase them around, and uh, that's fun. It's like you kind of have to play like a hide and go seek and kind of jump out and grab them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. 
Yeah, it's kind of neat. Different. Breaks it up a little bit. Uh, there are, I think at this point, there are also as well uh, overworld stars. So as you're kind of in the map running around, occasionally hit a box and you'll get a star. And you can kind of run through hordes of enemies. If you do it correctly, there is a way to cheese it. I didn't look into it because I didn't need the help. But there's a way of somehow leveling up, dying, and then you just go back to this last save point and you can kind of continue. So if you wanted to cheat the system, you could just hit a star, kill a bunch of enemies, die. It takes you back for when you use the star, but you still have all your same stats and just kind of repeat the process to if you wanted some help grinding. So this oh, is a, that's sweet. I think this is a spot for it. I don't know exactly how it works. It might only be like one or two locations and it's just based on the way the game's programmed. The remake not may not have that feature, but it is kind of nice that that's there in case you're like I'm just going to like grind like four levels for all my characters and spend half an hour on this because it's way faster than normal grinding and then be done with it yep yep maybe it's always nice to have a little cheesy strategy if you are struggling oh, for whatever reason. as a kid i remember looking into these things or even like our first playthrough of this game and then playing it for this one i was like wow i'm already too too strong i've over leveled yeah. great cool while while jumping around enemies i'm still somehow over leveled yeah yeah so on to the next area booster or wario let's see so we run into bowser at the foot of booster tower we enter booster tower meet the crazy owner battle through some floors play hide and go seek before fighting the boss knife guy and great guy before rescuing princess peach oh wait she's gone uh, I love Booster's section. It's so funny. He's just like this little creeper. He's mm-hmm. so like, um, we're all like having like this talk and organizing thing, and he's just like staring <laughs> with his goofy eyes just outside this like little like slit in the door. He is a- adorable and hilarious, mm-hmm. and uh, this was like this is a great part. Super easy, but very fun. Booster's section is is, is top notch. Yeah, I, I know at some point there is, like, they have a, a music that's uh, reminiscent to Pulp Fiction at some point. I, that's been brought up a couple times. I think I have that. Uh, there's also some puzzles with a thwomp and a bomb. And they're up on a platform on, like, a teeter-totter. And if you jump from a higher floor, they'll jump up and they'll get you an item. And I did that, and I got a masher from Mario. And it, like, tripled his attack and i was killing most things with like one one hit the rest of the game and bowser also got like a super overpowered level but i never used bowser so but the the mario masher like i don't know how you get that or whatever the weapon you get from mario here is like super over sweet yeah yeah and then i I, was not running around and collecting weapons or items i was kind of speeding running this to be honest okay cool well i almost wouldn't recommend it it kind of broke the game a little bit so like if i'm playing it next time i'm playing a minimalist run like trying to avoid as much as possible make it more difficult because the game was a bit too easy other points that i had here as i was writing the notes and i saw knife guy's name written i was like he does something in the end game i'm supposed to talk to him so if you do return later in the game you could play look which way i'm guessing with knife guy you get a great guy casino pass and then i believe you can use that to go to his casino and then play or maybe he plays which way which hand to guess or something and play that a bunch of times and you get a really good item so uh, i was gonna say is there blackjack there's actual blackjack in this game there is a casino and if you go there there's a memory game so they show you 10 cards there's like a bunch of toads and then mario uh princess peach gino and mallow and there'll be a memory game so it's like flip the cards over and it's like which one is mario and if you click them you can actually grind out some pretty good items so mm, cool yeah cool 
Uh, and I think there's slots, no blackjack. But when you were saying, oh, I'll make a game with blackjack, I'm like, I kind of have blackjack, I guess. Sure. I, I don't have to change much. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, you don't need to go get the star egg. You could get it for Peach because then it always does 100 damage every time you use it. So it kind of negates her like terrible attack skills. But it's like the game's pretty. However, though, we got to chase down Peach. Speaking of her, a wedding crashers. So we chase Booster up a hill to a church, break in before fighting a giant cake, kissing Bowser and saving Peach. Man, this star piece is taking a long time. Oh, yeah. I don't even think we get anything. I think we just get Peach. We take her back to her castle. So. Yeah, um, it's weird how they spaced out the stars in this game where you like, get one, get one, get one, and then long period, and then you get one, and then mm-hmm. you, I think you collect, like there's another long one, and then you collect two real quick, and mm-hmm. you're like, this makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but one tricky part is I, I kind of got a little stuck because I forgot that you had to try to run through the door with the with the guy. I was like, there's something I have to do. Do I have to jump on him? Do I have to like ju- make mm-hmm. push him? like jump on him jump under him like i'm trying to do everything i was like oh i just run at the door at the same time uh the, so. the timing is a little off yeah to get either bowser to break through the door or like the booster yeah or the sniff it whatever his name was i also had an issue with that so i think it's be common yeah 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 it's just like oh, it's well. like mike why are you asking me to do this one weird task anyways that's fine so uh however we go back to we take peach back to the mushroom kingdom she says i'm staying and then instantly she's like i'm leaving but she sneaks out also i don't know why she just doesn't say like i'm going with them bye i'm your queen you literally have no power over me but she doesn't so now then we're stuck then i couldn't go anywhere so i just spent a bunch of time grinding out levels so this is where i overpowered i think i leveled up my team like three or four times so that's great. However, if you remember back to the beginning of the game and you actually paid attention, like I saw some guy ranting on some game facts post and was being kind of a baby about the whole thing, you go go talk to the shop owner. And if you remember, Mallow was trying to buy a, a pie for his his grandpa at the beginning. So you get the pie. Then you go talk to Frog Fucius. And then he says, oh, yeah, well, go to Star Hill and find a star. And that's how you advance. Yay. Hmm. Um, yeah, and having the little flag on each, uh, on the overworld, uh, whatever spot you're, t- like, so if you miss something, you can keep going back to it to kind of catch what you're missing. Because um, mm-hmm. there was a couple times where I was like, this later on, but I was like, uh, what am I supposed to do here? Am I, like, missing? Like, yeah. so I just tried talking to everybody, and I was like, go back to the old JRPG style of just talk to everybody. Yeah, that works. And if you think you talk to somebody, talk to them twice. Yeah, Frog Fuchsia's point in the direction, as well as there's a journal. So when you do get lost, you can kind of need that conveyance. You're like, oh, it tells me to go over there. Perfect, great. Uh, so apparently, in the team recap, do we really need to... Wow, so we have a full party. Who did you use? I tried Bowser and Mallow. Okay, cool. Who are you using in this playthrough? I just used Gino uh, and Mallow the whole game. Uh, Peach and Rotated. Okay, cool. Because she's my healing queen. Nice, okay. And then Adventure Recap, because apparently we need Adventure Recap. No, I'm not going to read that. So we're just off to the seaside town. Uh... Okay, apparently I'm just going to skip ahead. So uh, we find some possessed-looking toads by the sea. They tell us to go explore a cave, so we do. We find an underwater ship. We solve six puzzle rooms before fighting a giant squid. Did you did did you solve all the puzzles in the underwater ship? Uh, I barely. I know. I I, I swear. Like I, this was one of those things where I was like, oh, okay, what happens if I go this way and this way uh, and then here? 
And then I, there was six rooms that I did have to go into to kind of progress at some point. So I'm like, that must be it. Um, but I didn't really notice that there were six puzzle rooms. I just thought there was an awkward six room section that it'd go and clear out. So each so. each room that you solve, whatever, like one of them is like you chase a coin around room. I'm not sure the mechanics on that one, but when you're done, you're like, oh, here's a flower tab, as well as a, a hint to what the final like password would be. Right? Uh, I've never been able to complete them in the original, so I, I think the graphics hold up in the old game. The new remaster is so clean and squeaky and beautiful. I almost want to say definitively it the better looking game uh, and it, it definitely helps this area so lots of the, the confusion of the old kind of pre-rendered 3d uh, environments that they were trying to go for that isometric view uh, much easier to navigate on the switch version so i think i was able to for the first time ever complete all the puzzles because there are a couple ones there's like a 3d box maze that it's never made sense before there's a couple timed puzzles you have to do like there's one where you have to kind of knock a cannonball across the room and it's way harder to figure out that switch just makes spatial awareness a lot easier so you do that you learn that the password is pearls which gets you to fight the giant squid so it's pretty exciting yeah yeah um and oh geez it's like yeah sometimes the perspective is hard i couldn't imagine this on the super nintendo now i play the switch Mm -hmm. version it's like there's there's a certain jump and puzzle that i'm like god that would be miserable yeah Oh, yeah, and like some of the platforming, it's, it's definitely a bit more challenging, right? So that's for sure. But now, mm-hmm. afterwards, we've killed the squid. Hooray. There's some hallways, a bunch of items left to discover in the ship. We fight the boss, and he's Jones, the pirate shark. Or the shark pirate, I apologize. Uh, get the star, and then we head back to town, and apparently all the fake toads were like, no, we've got all the toads kidnapped. We'll kill them unless you give them the star. So we give them, save the toads, but then Jones shows up, and we have to fight their uh, takes the star back for us, and then we fight the boss Yardovich. Uh, Yardovich, this guy's pretty tough. Bowser has excellent defense, so I just kept him healthy and did an all-out attack on this guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, sometimes that's the best strategy is just to like focus him down with attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and and because at the at the time you kind of end each. Every time you level up, we haven't mentioned this, every time you level up, you can kind of pick either attack, defense, health, or... Just um, those three. So, yeah. Yeah. So, or, no, the, and there's magic, attack, and defense. So yeah. So you need to yeah, do, yeah. like, physical attack and defense, health, or the magic. Uh, um, I see, and yes. It's, like, it's kind of nice that you can kind of just customize your characters, so I also kind of just pumped up, like, people's health and physical attack. Okay. And just left the magic users like the Peach and Mallow to be like, I'll pump this up until the end of the game where I just like, Mm -hmm. you can just overpower certain parts. So Uh, this game is really nice when it comes to customizing things. I didn't have much. Like, I think Mario always got attack. Bowser always got attack. Peach got magic. Gino got magic. And then like Mallow... Eh, 50-50. I would take the higher boost, right? So if his attack would go up higher, I'd take that one, right? Versus the magic. I played around a little bit with that, and that's probably the better strategy. Like, you're probably more productive to pick whichever stat increases, because attack might only go up one point, but your health might go up six points, and your magic attack might only go up one point, right? So, like, there's always one that's higher, and it probably would be a better strategy to just pick the highest valued one each time. Yeah, yeah. But, you you don't really want to waste it on just like one and one for an increase. But like, I did anyways. So oops. whatever. From there though, where do we go? Uh, so we are told that there's a mouse visitor from Land's End. We travel through some quicksand 
end up in Balone's temple, solve a puzzle, fight Balone, before gaining access to Monstro Town. Ooh, okay. Yeah, um, kind of weird. Like, I kind of like, I got to the end of this, and then he didn't want to see me because he wasn't, it was nighttime or whatever. And I didn't realize that, like, I'm supposed to just keep going in and out. Mm. Um, I thought that there was something I was missing. Like, am I missing a key? So I ran around and ran around. I was like, no, I just got to keep kind of going back in until he says he's hungry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, well, I'm an idiot. Pretty much. Uh, Monster Town, there's not much going on. Uh, there's a couple doors. Uh, there's one room that has a star in it. And you go talk, and he's like a little star enemy. And that kind of queues up an area with some Koopa Troopas that will help carry on to the further the game, so you have to do that. Uh, as well, there's a dojo where you can fight like a master and his sensei to collect some pretty tough... I think you get like the defense scarf and the... No, what's his? You get something scarf or something's power. Anyways, they're like overpowered moves. Uh, the hidden boss of this game, I forgot his name. I didn't write it down and it was like just in my head. Uh, not, not Bahamut, is it? No, he's just like a random enemy. Uh, it'll come back yeah. to me. Anyways, the hidden boss of this game is here, uh, as well as you can find play a hide-and-go-seek game with some ghosts in this area. Uh, is that what I wrote down? So we get a, tr- a key to get some treasure from the temple. So you can also find a key, go back to the temple, find a treasure room, play hide-and-go-seek with some ghosts, and get some parry-carries to help you in the cliffs and lands. And Cool. All right. Q-Lex. That's his name. Q-Lex. All right. Yeah. Sweet. I didn't fight him. No, nah, I was going to, but then the door was locked, and I like, I'm like, I don't care how to open this, so just move on with my life. Yeah, that sounds like an after the credits kind of thing. Yeah, I was after the credits, and I was like riding the bike, and I had 20 minutes to go, and I was like, I could try that guy. Nah, I just didn't care that much. I just played Doctor Mario. So from there, though, we head to Bean Valley. Uh, so we'll just skip through my little notes. So we fight through some pipes, explore six pipes that are being watered, fight the boss, Similax, before getting the seed and heading up to the clouds. Yep, yep. Um, it's been a long time since we got a star, hasn't it been? Uh, I mean, we just got one after we fought Yardovich. Oh, right, sorry. I'm, uh... Yeah, I don't know, it still feels like a long time. Oh. Since we've, since we've been talking to those pirates and, and sharks, but uh, that's just me. It's gonna be longer, so, uh... Obviously, I'm seeing in my notes here, Bean Valley. So apparently you can go to Great Guys Casino and get the star egg at this point. So if you're playing through and you're like, oh, man, when can I get that star egg? It sounds sweet. 100 damage every single time with one attack. And all I have to do is watch a 20-second animation. That, Woo, that doesn't baby. sound that great, though. <laughs> like, it's like I, Peach was doing that more than my, in my game. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It does, it, it, does it to all enemies as well. So. Oh, okay. I could see that. Or if uh, it bypasses where some people were, let's say, taking one damage uh-huh. at some point. It will always... Even though I'm like level like 23. It always does 100. So... Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but again, I don't know if you need to cheap this game, but it's there. However, though, we head up, like I said, into the clouds. We're off to Nimbus Land. Cool. Uh, so we do some platforming. There's one jump that you can't do unless you hit the... Uh, find a hidden block. So don't spend 10 minutes of your life trying to make an impossible jump and then being frustrated that you keep falling down. That's great. We find out that Mallow is actually Prince of the Cloud, people. Not a tadpole after all. So, hmm, cool. We turn in some statues, sneak inside the castle, clear out some enemies. We fight a boss, which is Birdo. Then we chase Valentino outside before fighting her and her bird, Dodo. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the Birdo challenge where you're a a statue. Oh, with the Dodo. 
Yeah, with the dodo. I, I was uh, a little un- unsuccessful. Okay. But what do you do? Yeah, so he goes up down the hallways, and he's hitting statues. And obviously, if he pecks you, he'll know you're not a statue. So you jump over him, and he kind of does like a double take and then tries again. There's a little bit of timing involved. And if you get caught, all you have to do is just continue it. He goes and tells yeah, Valentina, or, or... and Valentina's like, stop being stupid. Clearly, he's a statue, not a man, dummy. And yeah. until you complete it. You're like, oh, okay, cool, great. Yeah, uh, this area was... It starts to get longer. Uh, the pirate ship was kind of one of the bigger dungeons, right? Like Booster Tower, uh, the pirate ship, similar. But you're right. We've now been through Land's End. We've been to Mos- Monstro Town, right? We've been uh, through Bean Valley. Now we're through uh, through some cloud platforms and we're out through this temple. And like, there's still kind of no ends in sight. Like you were, you were mentioning, where's the star? Yeah. Where is the star? It's definitely been a while at this point, right? Like we've done kind of the most, but this is kind of where the most meat and potatoes of this game and most of the story is kind of evolved on uh, these back kind of last areas, right? Just because they don't want the game to breeze by too quickly. So it's always kind of a nice, I don't know, nice n- n- nice change of pace. And after this point, you can actually break the game completely by getting the lazy shell armor and lazy shell weapon. So if you took the seed, I think at this point you could go get the, it's called fertilizer, from the little guy that with like the watering can that was Valentina's min, uh, minion, and that you can go and get basically the best armor. I may have should have looked that up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you do that, and then you could put it on like lazy shell, lower someone's speed to almost nothing, but they take one damage on like every attack the rest of the game. So put it on Peach, and you win because she'll never die. She's invincible. Nice, yeah. nice. That well, that's that's ridiculous, cause especially with the switching out of characters. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't you could just keep her in the back row literally that's all you can do so this is the point at that point right between like the star egg and lazy shell you can just create this unstoppable white mage who can do 100 damage to every character on screen at any point so cool stuff uh you had another points there is there anything else to say here no no uh it is interesting that the takes that square enix were like allowed to give so they were allowed to build this like cloud people universe that Mario's never really come back to, right? Um, they've they were he's able to build kind of this myth around the stars and like who Gino is and like wishes. Or even the, or even the sharks. Like I mean all these characters are mm-hmm. it's like very unique Booster designs that, and Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's some older characters or like the bow guy. Like yeah, yeah. that's a very weird character that we've never even seen before. Uh-huh. But like, and has never even came up again. Oh, yeah, no, very, very weird. But this is definitely one of those parts where I think they start taking a little more liberty and moving away from the, the lore, the canon of the Marios, and having fun with it. And I'm down for it. It's good. It's, 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 a, it's a fun experience, right? From there, after, if we do go get the lazy shell, uh, we can head on to the hot springs in the clouds, which if you jump off, you land in the volcano. It's a pretty short area. Not a lot of challenges. Maybe like one little puzzle room. Nothing crazy. And finally, we fight the Tsar Dragon which I think is a reference to Final Fantasy games. Hits pretty hard. You kill him. He becomes a zombie dragon. You can't use the little, like, wishing water that kills dead enemies in one hit. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. And then we go to get the six star. But, oh, wait, the Axum Rangers, who are, like, Power Ranger ripoffs, show up and steal them. And we have to chase them out of the volcano before we fight the Axum Rangers. Yep, yep. Um, huh. And they got a giant cannon. I did not read so... my summary at all. I just kind of was like, glimpsing at my notes and said all that so good job me yeah yeah did a good job summarizing it um, unless you want me specifically to read through every single line that i have no, from our previous note we're good we're good okay. uh 
those darn axum rangers. I, I would just drop in snow, uh, yep. uh, Mallow's snowman on them. Yeah, yeah. Wrecking their days. Snowy's good. Uh, Gino Blast or whatever, the one that's the area effect there. That was really good. Uh, but Mario was just going, well, he also had the lazy shell at this point. So, and maybe yeah. the attack scarf. So he was doing a lot of damage. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mario can just, just basically attack and just wrecks house. Yeah. Uh, the Axum Rangers are five characters based loosely on the Power Rangers, although the show that uh, Power Rangers is based on apparently has been going since, like, the 80s or something, maybe even the 70s in Japan. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, and, like, it's not even the, the Power Rangers we know isn't even the first one over there. It's, like, the yeah. seventh or whatever. Yeah, like, I think it was, like, the 70s the show started about these guys in these suits that would, like, do martial arts and fight and they just bastardize it. So, as a kid, though, seeing the, like, Power Rangers on the screen, you're like, whoa, they're making fun of this. It was just kind of a weird coincidence that this, like, established franchise that was for children in, like, Japan had some crossover with North American audiences, right? So, they didn't, I think they're more of a, a spoof on the Japanese versions, less so of the American version. I can definitely see that and just be in a happy coincidence mm-hmm. where it's like well that's a that's reference works on so many levels mm-hmm. so kind of neat oh. kind of cu- cute but finally we take them down and we finally get the six star woohoo uh, from there we talk to Mallow's father the king who lets us use the cloud bus which gives us access to Bowser's keep finally we fight through some brainwashed minions we have to solve four out of six doors uh, two will be puzzle rooms or like kind of platforming rooms to our combat rooms and then to our memorization trivia we meet up with croco again before some bosses we fight a guy in a chandelier and then we fight another boss xor and he's the big sword from the start of the game so uh any of the bosses here anything about bowser's um Seeing anybody rock again six stores were kind of irritating okay but at least I got a good weapon for Bowser, good weapon for Mario, yep. and I could I could see my my homie Croco again. I wish he could just join me in my 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 quest. Yeah, instead of but, just sadly living in Bowser's castle, being a merchant. Well, uh, and even he even by the end, he's like, "See a friend," and you're like, "Yeah, I know, buddy. We should have had more adventures together." I'm glad that you found this like kinship in this character in this game. It's cute. He's ador- He's amazing. You yeah. see his little shoes and his little top hat, like. Give me more of this stuff. What? Where's the? Where's? Where's the justice for Croco? There is no justice for Croco. Yeah, uh, this is again feels like kind of a bigger area of the game, right? Kind of, a, it's a nice big glass dungeon area, uh, as it were, right? Kind of leading into the final boss. It's kind of cool. The doors are, yeah, yeah, sort of annoying. If you find a quiz door, you're like, Ugh, this sucks. And the platforming, at least in the the remake manageable you know where you're going you have a bit more sense of but like like you get 10 attempts or something and i almost used all nine of them jumping into the lava in the room i was like oh, this is gonna take forever but luckily you know, just like you can give up and try a different door yeah yeah pretty much Which is nice i was like i was like ah quiz door i give up and, move somewhere else and i think if you don't get a best weapon here i think they do become available in like the final final area of the game because I ended up, I think I have most of the best equipment on all my characters, and I, you know, again, only did four of the doors, so. so yeah, or maybe you just sense. get them regardless, I don't know, I'm not ent- entirely sure how that me- mechanic works. Bosses aren't anything special, like Red Magikoopa was easy, uh, the guy on the th- chandelier was also very simple, uh, and I was doing so much damage, Exor, who has like two eyes you to knock out, and a mouth, and then like his hilt, 
I I, right. I was just doing so much damage to everything that he died like really quickly. That's yeah, that's not bad. I think the only part that I had a kind of a tricky time was like cloak, cloaker, and oh yeah, yeah, uh, dagger, yeah, other, okay, dagger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's for some reason. Then I fought them again after I leveled up a time or two because I was like level twenty one. Okay. At the beginning, like when I was doing all this stuff, so when I came up with uh, Cloaker and Dagger, I got like wrecked. Oh, so really? I was like, nah, okay. Okay. Gr- grind to, tw- to 23, like two levels. Yeah. That's all I did. And I just like rolled them. Okay. And I was like, wow, that's so weird. It's like, why did I have such a hard time before? But like, it was almost as I was at lower level, it was, they were dropping way more magic. Mm hmm. And it would just like hmm. people would were put asleep and muted and just couldn't do anything. So I just like had to like, yeah. And but I was also kind of dumb and I didn't just sw- swap out characters. I was kind of like, oh, they should someone should heal eventually. No, they didn't. Okay. I just ruined my time. It so. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cloaker and I think that's the next area. But anyways, we beat Exor. He kind of get, opens up a dimensional portal so we can go to the, the the weapon world or whatever it's called. And this is kind of the final area of the game. Uh, the again the graphics. I don't want to be this guy, but like man, the remake looks good. You know, I went back and looked at some doing some research for this podcast. I saw some like footage of like the original NES, and it's just very boring. The background, especially like the Toad Town at the beginning of the game, was super jarring because it's just black it's a blue screen and then they kind of have the level on top of it and it just seems kind of very disjointed and you get that a lot here where you get like your platforms you're on and then everything else is there's no background it's just like one static color whereas this they build it out more you know they give you more depth it makes you feel like you're in some type of weird abyss uh it really helps i don't know just the whole atmosphere of the game is really improved in the remake and really appreciated it i thought it looked absolutely beautiful uh but we're on to the bridge between worlds um, after defeating the sword, we are transporting to Weapon World. We fight through some tougher enemies. There's some platforming challenges before we have to fight a boss, uh, a fight, or we fight, sorry, uh, a clock named Dingaling. I just kind of hit him. Ah, uh, yes, the clock. I just hit him a bunch. I don't think he was very tough. I don't know. No, the one bell heals, the one bell does the actual spells, and the other one just switches what time it is. So if you just if you focus the one bell, it's like, well, this thing is useless. I feel like I gave Gino something that like cut his spells in half so i could do like geno blast and it was like six fire or flower points and i had like 80 flower points so oh but when you're using geno at this end of the game he just kind of feels like you're using a super saiyan with all his different like kamehameha's it feels like i wonder what's the toughest like what's the toughest party i mean i guess not getting the lazy shell is a big one right like don't get that maybe use bowser and like mallow or something i don't know i'd have to look that up maybe i'll look it up and do like a challenge run for myself but maybe not right away because it's not that exciting i would say peach because she besides psychic yeah. blast where that she doesn't have any offensive healing but then you have healing and you just don't lose so yeah. it's like hmm, you almost can't use healing maybe it's gino bowser because there's no healing yeah, yeah. in the party and i don't know so i don't know but there's also tons of items in this game like over way too many items yeah, good times. Uh, so, second boss here is Cloaker and Domino. I took out Domino first since he was the mage. Then Cloaker runs off, jumps on a giant snake, fight both of them. Ray. Uh, there's a couple other little hard platformings. Then we finally get to the weapons factory at the end section. Uh, and it's just kind of like a boss rush. You fight a clerk, he's easy. You fight the manager, he's like maybe a little bit harder. You fight the director, he's not that bad. And then finally, we have to fight the factory director and the gun yoke. 
And then uh, that's it. You can Toad shows up. You can buy a bunch of healing items. You can like grind out some levels if that's what you want. You can realize that like you forgot a bunch of stuff in the overworld and you don't have special badges and you didn't use any of your frog coins. So you have to go back to the seaside town and talk to this uh, this little frog guy to buy some items and get your star eggs and do all the extra good stuff. Because after a little weapons factory, it's kind of end time. So I have any yeah, issues. As soon as, you, as soon as you jump on that, that green square or that green uh, switch, it's it's in boss time. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I kind of, once I kind of like you just, just commit to like running down somebody, mm-hmm. uh, or the most biggest threat on, in any boss in this game and you're, you're, or any battle in this game and you're, you're fine. It's, um, yeah. it's not too bad. I think the, this is a good time. Just like you said, just kind of go wrap up any sad questing that you want to do. I have a, I have a save that this is my save. Okay. Um, and I just like, and then I got my, got my like wrapped up and game game plus because I'm like, there's a lot of shit that I just haven't done. I'd like, to, I would like to probably actually do some of these things just in case I couldn't have done them in the end game. Okay. So nice. it's like, make a little backup save right now. Smart. Yeah, I think actually I, I literally left the world when it did all my running around, came back. I think I might have maxed out my team too like i think i was like level 30 for mario mallow and gino so i was like this will be no problem so i've done all my grinding i got all my best equipment i'm ready i hit that green button i get picked up and dropped into this pipe and meet the main man the big boss himself smithy uh let's see so man this guy is hard his first phase he will spawn new enemies that are hard to take out he goes down and takes you to hell then he shows off his true form. So his first part of this apparently brings out little enemies. I think I killed him in like maybe two attacks. I don't even know if Mallow went more than twice. Like I think Gino, Mario, Mallow, he attacked Gino, Mario, and he was done. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he's uh, if you're pretty well leveled up, you can drop like 500 damage with just Mario, and you're like this. And you just like focus on the spout or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like so easy yeah so then again i'm hitting a bunch of area of attack damage i'm like super overpowered second battle uh he has kind of a normal head which is kind of like this big round goofy looking thing plus his body uh, if you take out his body it just stops attacking and then all his heads have something like eight thousand health power i think or at least in the original they do i think you have to take out all four heads or something or maybe just his default head uh in this battle, I only saw his default head, his tank head, and then his ghost head. And I had obviously done enough damage that he was dead. So he, like, turned into a tank. I think he had one attack, and then he was like, I'm dying! So, super overpowered. Not, yeah, yeah, and if you're hitting his body, he, like, doesn't change form. So you mm-hmm. can just, like, almost hard lock him in that simple-ass, like, tank head form and just wreck his day. So Sure, cool. That's good times. Uh, other ones, ghost, so magic... Do not use magic against him. Tank head, he does physical attacks. Box head, something with items. Not really sure. And then Iron Maiden head apparently has defense. And I said, be smart here. Okay, cool. Awesome. But I we think he counterattacks. Uh, so okay. you just have to use defense the whole time. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. I see. Defense. Okay. So that's it. So that's it. We end the game. It's over. Hooray! Uh, we get to see a cute little uh, end scene. So in the end, uh, you see Mallow. He's returned, and he's now the Prince of the Cloud People. Bowser and his troops fix his castle. The shark pirate looks over the ocean. Croco hangs out with Yoshis and feeds them. That's pretty fun. So there you go. Croco hangs out with Yoshis. Great. Uh, some toads practice singing. Booster and Valentina get married and marry more. 
because I really needed closure to that story. And Mario and Peach, thank you. Then we have a parade, but it's done in classic 16-bit art style for the first half before giving us that kind of nice 3D rendered clean HD version for the second half. Really nice, great touch, love that at the end. And I was like, oh, they know where they came from. They're doing a good job. Uh, I imagine most of the Square Enix pixel remasters that they've done recently i think they've been kind of beloved by fans because they know that these games are really important to fans uh, and they're true versions so they're just putting a fresh coat of paint just to make it a little more aesthetically pleasing right because as technology advances yes sprite design looks great but it doesn't always right uh a sprite like a 16-bit sprite uh, pre-rendered graphics on like an old crt tv where everything's a little grainy it actually looks pretty clean and well-rounded, but you throw that bad boy on an HD television, and you're like, wow, this is Block City. So they've done a really nice job of kind of adapting that and then also being true to their, their original art form. Yeah, and I think they did a really great job kind of um, keeping it a true representation of the I like their older style of just doing, mm-hmm. uh, like just polishing it up, everything that we ask for sometimes when we, we just want, like, can we just polish it up? It's like this all this is what they did mm-hmm. and they uh and it having the better graphics just makes the platforming easy there's not a lot of platforming but it just yeah they've done a great job mm-hmm. i thought like i really enjoyed my time um really makes brings this game into the modern age since it's just been this kind of forgotten relic that's just been well, it's hard to get past. a hold of too yeah it's the thing like it's not being yeah. shared we can't share it with people now it's much more accessible to say take to someone's like a friend's child or your own child or maybe family members or something that you want to share retro video games yeah. this is a much more easier way for people to digest this classic title yeah, and those people who just like didn't grow up with the first one or uh-huh. didn't have access to it and maybe only played like paper mario art as like a mario rpg it's kind of like this is where that franchise started enjoy so i think oh. we did this show in two parts at some point maybe that's why there was a recap and i must have combined the notes into two i don't know what was going on but we have this fun section so again old notes pull them up i never know what i don't listen to old shows so i'm like wow cool so apparently we have to i ask what's our least favorite enemy sure okay uh i said dry bones ghosts and the ghost house combos okay I don't know if they were hard this time. Bees and apparently the one-hit kill ghosts. Um, I think that there's like a skeleton, kind of like a dry bones guy, but it's not a dry bones. They have infinite health. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a spot. I think it's in the like and on. There's like a the, in the beginning of the game. There's like the, that sewer section. Yeah. yeah. Um, I skipped over him. Um, mm. and I just wanted to jump on that box and get a coin. So then I had to quickly try to jump back, but I couldn't time it. So I got stuck in this point where I, I didn't realize that he was a special enemy mm. and I didn't have any of the kill of the undeads. Mm. So I kind of locked myself into this ba- battle where I could, couldn't kill him, couldn't run away from him. And I was stuck behind with him and this block and there was nothing I could do. So I had to just restart and I was like, well, this sucks. So that that was that's my least favorite enemy is that that son of a gun right there. Okay, that's that, so. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I I don't okay. And our favorite enemy, I really like Metallic Mac. Okay. Nice. Okay. That seems uh, odd, right? Yeah, and everybody knows my my favorite enemy was Croco because he's my hero. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, I don't. Yeah, I don't really understand what what I was going for with these notes. I don't know. 
as you learn we sure sure uh but items so i really liked experience booster i didn't buy that in this game because i didn't think i needed double experience lazy shell and lazy shell armor well those are classics uh, and i wish there was a ribbon i would stop all status effects there is i had it it was called like the effect scarf and i put it on gino and he never ever changed into a mushroom nice yeah. nice yeah um i didn't not, no items really stood out as like amazing besides maybe the yoshi cookie yeah okay you, you summon a yoshi cool all right. Uh, yeah. How about a report card? So now the game's done. We have to give it a report card. Remember when we used to do that, Tyson? No, I do not remember any of those. Yeah, I know. I'm like glorious, <laughs> glorious old show. Uh, story A. Okay. Uh, so I added depth to the Mario universe, and it was easy to follow and lots of fun. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad it didn't confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's fair. That's fair. You're quite generous with these these grades. Oh yeah. There we go. So it's the game length. So it took about 12 to 14 hours to beat this game. I think that is fair. The second half was way longer than the first, and there was a shift in difficulty. So I gave it a B. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's fair. All right. How about music? An A. Some of the most classic music in gaming. I love many of these songs. Cool. Yeah, well, it's a fair. Uh, it's good game. Good good music. So. Uh, and the price of a physical copy: seventy to ninety dollars. Well, that's a bit much. I gave it a C minus. I wouldn't spend the coin. It's like, uh, as I spent <laughs> seventy to ninety dollars on this game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. That. That's right. They would never take eighty dollars for me to play this game again. And then price. <laughs> price of a digital copy: eight to thirteen dollars. Worth every penny. B plus. It's like, wait, who is the, who wrote these notes? Nick suggesting buying the digital over the physical. I'm a, ch- what is, I'm a changed person. We have changed. We have changed so much. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That is, it's like, did, did I write this part of the notes? Uh, maybe. I mean, there's a chance. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny. Okay, cool. Great. Well, I left that. I was pretty excited when I saw it. was like, a report card. <laughs> like, I'm curious to go back. What other games did we give report cards to? You know what? We'd have to go back through all the old notes and check. I don't know if it's worth it. All right. Uh, so the current thoughts. Great. Awesome. Uh, battle system is great. The timing aspect added so much to this title. I wish there were some more classic classes to choose from. Okay. Similar to how I felt about the Stick of Truth. Uh, should we play that for an episode? Should we play the Stick of Truth in this podcast? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. And like any other subsequent uh, This game was simple and with a few additions, it could have been epic. Uh, I can't say enough good things about this title. Oh, wait. We are still playing it, so I shouldn't spoil it too much. That was part one. So then part two, I can't gush about this game. Please, everyone, do yourself a play- favor and play this game. It was so much fun. You can't do it justice. Can we, yep, though? Yeah. You know, I think we did it. We did do it justice. Okay, but... Like, it's a pretty simplified Oh, game. Tyson, sorry. You're giving your current, current thoughts. That's where we are now. Uh, so what oh, okay. a great remaster of a classic game. The art style is just absolutely amazing. Uh, most of the time, I enjoy more of a retro look. But this game just blows the older version of this game away. Like, again, it, it almost can't be compared. Uh, or uh, The difficulty was a bit higher. I would say this is the ultimate version of this game. But it was just, like, so easy. There was no challenge. I didn't sweat any battle. I didn't even come close to a game over. Like, I maybe used five pick-me-ups throughout the whole adventure. So I did something, and I made the game so easy. Now, is there a chance I put picked breezy mode and not normal mode? I have no idea. I, I like that there is a breezy mode though, because it's like this would this is a great entry level RPG, yeah. um, and I think that that is a niche market that can sometimes 
either be way too oversimplified, like Mystic Quest, mm-hmm. or you can kind of just hit, like, you can kind of balance it perfectly right where it can be difficult if you kind of aren't getting all the certain items or you aren't grinding things See, out. like, I don't know if I would um, say this game's much more difficult than Mystic Quest, though. No, but I'm saying, like, that's the same kind of idea okay. of, like, a simplified okay. RPG. Like, who would, if you're going to got a kid or something or a, someone, like, a partner who's never played an RPG give this to them and i bet you that they would probably beat the whole thing and because it, because it's so short mm-hmm. and it's so streamlined it's an it's an efficient run like you're not wasting 40 hours on the rpg this is an rpg that's clean and you're in and out in less than t- 13 hours true yeah 14 hours yeah, maybe you're right even as a child or significant other could come to you and been like i'm stuck can you help this and you're like oh yeah hold on i'll just get like three items here and then like this lazy shell and there you're invincible have fun yeah yeah okay. basically cool all right uh super so then what would i change there was already a breezy mode i don't know how this game could get much easier maybe a hard mode or something right because it was kind of simple i don't know i just found the difficulty to be a little too chill you know that's fair yeah that's fair i would now i also got stuck thing. for an hour and like just grinded which is probably unnecessary to grind like four levels for all your characters maybe it's my fault yeah well, you know what? I think it's one of those things where it's like, that's it's your experience. I think um, this is not a hard game. Yeah, this is not a game that you're like, if I, I I've tried this dungeon twenty five times, or I've tried this x amount of times. It's like I maybe saw the game over screen once when I got rolled by mm. um, cloak and dagger when I was super under level. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then. 10, 20 minutes later, I rolled them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think I was watching, like, the same episode of South Park. Okay. That's fair. Not not, not that hard. Yeah, yeah. Even Even grinding in this game is super easy, so. Um, what would I change? Uh, give me Croco. Okay. And, and let, let me add him to my team. Cool. I, I want a thief on my team. There's already there a class for you. Perfect. Great. Awesome. Uh, and then, are you buying it? Let's see what I have. So, the Smithy Gang is an interdimensional group of invaders. That is why some of their minions resembles characters from other series, such as Zelda and the Power Rangers. Does it count? Okay. Um, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, the Smithy... Need more of their lore. The Smithy gang invaded, invading stopped the play that was being rehearsed. So it was going to be a normal Mario game until they showed up. And then Gino is Tink, or Twink. At the end of the game, the star comes out of Gino, and it's just a little guy... And since we never hear or see of this character again, uh, nor do we hear or see from Gino, can we assume that the little hero from Paper Mario is one and the same? No. Yeah, no. I don't think Gino comes back. Mario doesn't like Gino. Or Nintendo doesn't like Gino, so no. 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 That, that, that character is owned by another company? No. Even though Cloud, that's owned by Square Enix, made it into Smash Brothers, Gino will never make it. And if he does, well... Smash Ultimate's probably on the way out anyway, so it's probably a fitting time to put them in right into the console. So there you go, perfect. Yeah, that makes sense. And that like, makes sense. it's not like Sora will ever make it to Smash Brothers, so Gino definitely won't. Oh, Sora's in it. Oh, okay, never mind. It's like, hmm, hmm. Well, at least uh, Solid Snake will never be in this game, because you know, it's not like he's even really been involved with any Nintendo product product. So, yeah, right. Yes. Okay. Great, cool. That's it. Uh, did you anything that we haven't said that you want to say that you haven't got off your? I think I kind of hit all my points. Like, yeah, it's pretty good. Me too. Pretty good. Me too. Pretty fun. I think I say James Bond just to tick a box okay. somewhere. Cool. 
Sweet. So that all leaves us the cultural significance. We'll do that, and then we'll get out of here. So in this section, we look at game design, the lore, inspiration, starting points, interesting stories, talk about how this game relates, give other examples. We tie it all back together in the end. We have looked at a few uh, remasters already this year in Link's Awakening HD and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond slash Shining Pearl. We've looked at several Mario games, and when I saw... When I say several, I mean Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. So one other game. Okay. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 were also remasters. And I'm pretty sure Turok has a remastered version out there as well. So what makes Mario RPG different? What about this game can we talk about? Okay. It's been seven years since we first looked at this uh, game. Uh, Shouldn't we do it justice? Put some type of epic cultural significance on it? No. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm supposed to keep teasing everybody. Maybe we could talk about some of the elements that Square put into this game, like Mallow, Geno, or Friendly Bowser. But we aren't that good. We haven't grown. We are hacks. That is why Tyson is playing the Squaresoft Best RPG Character Battle Royale. Pew pew. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, until I started like looking at it, and I was like, uh, all right. Let's just, we, we just, let's logic it out. It's a battle royale, Royal Rumble style. Everyone's in the ring. You have to knock them out. So you get Cecil from Final Fantasy 2. Um, one of the characters from Final Fantasy 3. There was like 50 of them. So I don't know if there was one that's specific. Okay. Uh, anyone from Mario RPG, Cloud, Chrono. And then I was kind of like, I'm not going to put any of the characters from Legend of Mana because I hate that. Maybe Sora from Kingdom Hearts. So yeah, yeah. I was just kind of like, I don't know if I can make a list that isn't just cloud winning so cloud versus chrono go cloud right okay cloud cloud versus uh cecil uh cloud okay um is there anyone else that's anyone else that's like even a second tier contender no okay cloud okay Mm -hmm. we we hey cloud you win hey yeah that's that's basically i saw it going and i was just like instead of doing a bracket and and let's talking a bunch i was like i no, it wasn't there wasn't there i don't know i don't know what to tell you no, no, that's fair. That's fair. I, I guess an in, in, uh, RPG would be like uh, side characters. So non-playable characters, but are just like... Uh, so Final Fantasy Seven, not Kate Sith, but like maybe the... The, the, the Turks? Like a choke, like, or like a Chocobo? The Turks? Do they stand out as like non-playable characters? Like Yeah, a little bit. Right. A little bit. And then in like Mario RPG, you could be like Kate Croco. Okay. Uh, that... Yeah, I mean, we'd have to think about it, but let's not do that. Let's let's go to what you got else down here. I'm yeah, looking at your notes here. Uh, it's not, that's just kind of where I got to. I was going to do something fun with it. I just didn't have the inspiration, so I, I do apologize. I, I knew it should have been a little bit more um, special, epic. Eh, does it have to be? No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, but due to the game's uh, the simple difficulty of this game, I found a list from the fifteen-ish. So let's not count because I didn't write them all down. Uh, hardest slash easiest video games by Gamer.com. There was a few of them that like I looked at, started looking at the list, and by the time I was on like point seven, I was already like, "What the fuck's going on?" So let's see this. So we've got a list. So we've got the easiest, so the easiest game possible. Ninja Gaiden Three. Haven't played it. I'll just take their word at it. But they think one of the harder games is Donkey Kong Country. Is that a tough game? Ah. Uh... There's maybe one hard part in the entire game. Like maybe if you're trying to do all the unlockables in under two out two hours, maybe. Maybe. But that's more maybe. like a challenge mode than anything. Okay. All right. 
How about the easiest game, Fallout 3? I mean, I guess so. Like, it's not like it's a hard game, it's not the, but you can easily, like, fail at I it. I die all the so. time in Fallout 3, especially in the early game. All right. How about a uh, hardest, yeah. though? Crash Bandicoot. I, I mean, just because the camera's bad doesn't make it yeah. the hardest. Okay. What about one of the easiest games? All right, let's go back to that side of the... How about Castlevania Symphony of the Night? Uh... Yeah, I mean, it, I wouldn't call it the easiest game in the world. I would say it's like a fair difficulty. You can cheese it if you get the right armor and Christograms. But like, oh, if you know, yeah, you know what you're doing. But like, without it, it could be challenging. How about hardest? Super Meat Boy. Yeah, sure. No, okay. that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right. How about the easiest? Doom Three. No, come on. That flashlight, the ba- man, the ba- the battery management for the flashlight alone is difficult. That's what I mean. Like, it's so scary. But what the hardest? The Witcher 2? Yeah, I could see that. Okay. I can kind of see all that. Right. I included it on the list. I was like, maybe Tyson knows something about The Witcher. I was like, aren't all RPGs just it, kind of easy in general, though? Okay. Yeah, but there's like a goofy thing with like The Witcher where like just doing damage and mm. avoiding damage can be a pain. Okay, so. cool. Uh, how about the easiest, the next next uh, series? We've got Okami. Never played Okami. I've heard it's kind of like a Zelda-like kind of yeah. cute art style. Yeah, got a dog. Yeah. Seems interesting. Speaking of dogs, my dog loves dogs. It's weird. Like, we see other dogs down the road, and he gets excited and prances, and he's cute and adorable. Last night, I was playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and I switched to dog mode, and he's, like, his head perked up as soon as he saw it, and I made his, like, attack, and he was like, ruff, ruff, in this, like, terrible, like, 32-bit style, and he was, like, really into it and really enthralled, and as soon as I changed to something else, his, like, head would go down, and he wouldn't pay attention, and I was like... How is it that you know that that like that thing on the screen is supposed to be a dog? So good job, Symphony of the Night. You make dogs real. Uh, what was I going to say? Okami. Oh, hardest is Ninja Gaiden 2004. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. that game taught me that I need to have multiple saves. Yeah. And it's 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 ruined me. So now I, there's not a game that I don't have multiple saves on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, this next one it makes sense. So Yoshi's Story uh, is the easiest. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then hardest, Battletoads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about easiest, uh, New Super Mario Brothers? Okay. That's got to be the Wii one. Uh, no, and I think one the one was... on the DS. Oh. Okay. So. Or is New Super Even simpler. Yeah, I think it was. And they're all pretty simple. Uh, versus yeah. The Lion King? Uh, is The Lion King that hard? I mean, maybe just trying to figure out what's the background. Yeah. And like that you. Yeah, like rolling and stuff, I guess, could be a challenge, but okay, right. Well, the easiest, Prince of Persia from 2008. Yeah, I mean, having the rewind button on a platformer. Sands of Time 2008? It is just basically like like save states, the games. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, And then hardest, Far Cry 2. Yeah, it's like a very good, um, like, uh, realistic shooter. Like, even the Far Cry 2 engine is still quite decent even by modern day standards okay uh so let's do a top four i'll do one more like this then we'll do top three of each category so top uh easiest uh fourth easiest is kirby's epic yarn i can imagine kirby games being very easy yes and then obviously the fourth hardest game is angry birds yeah those paywalls (laughs) yeah yeah okay (laughs) sure all right and then top three easiest games according to gamer.com super monkey ball 3d kingdom hearts 2 and Kirby's Dreamland for the original Game Boy. 
Yeah, yes. Sure. Sure. Yeah, right. I, okay. I, I only one I've played is Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah, okay. So, All right. Sure. And Kirby Streamline. What am I talking about? That is super easy. Yeah. That one I was like, that one is actually pretty easy. I was like, Kingdom Hearts 2, is it easy? I guess. Again, most RPGs are probably easy. And then the top three hardest games here are Dark Souls, Jack 2, and Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just Jack 2, just because the. Uh, some. Some levels are just broken, oh, okay. where you just instantly die, and it's like you need to be going flat out and uh, making these two right corner turns mm-hmm. while not taking any damage. Because if you touch that wall, you die. Didn't have like you have to collect every single musical note in this level because you need them to unlock double health at the end of the game. Otherwise, the final boss is really tough. And if yeah. you die, you have to redo the whole thing. That wasn't a part of Jack Two. Jack Two? No. Okay. No. No. Oh, no, good. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, good. That that fun mechanic skipped Jack Two uh, for some reason. Excellent, I'm I'm glad. That's that's so exciting. Cool, awesome. So that that ends our list of yeah, kind of just video games that were easy or hard. Mario RPG, definitely easy, definitely easy. Uh, cool. So that that kind of wraps up a year. I think that's our last show of the year. We've got a, a New Year special, our year end wrap up coming on the 31st, and then I think in the New Year we're back into James Bond games like we normally are. So yeah, and um, I get a pick the movie yeah so yeah. Uh, i'm excited I, I think i know which one i want to pick okay but i am not haven't fully decided solid so. solid solid cool so with that uh yeah i think we say goodbye i guess we'll see you guys in the new year's when we're either watching a james bond movie or playing a james bond game so keep your eyes open for that we'll see you guys at the year-end review and hopefully you guys have a good safe weekend i think this is coming right before christmas so hope you guys are traveling having fun seeing loved ones and if you're not you get to save gas money, so that's exciting. And depression yeah, and is pretty cheap to have, really. Like, if you get a one gift for Christmas, depression is the most affordable gift to get. Yeah, and I mean, you get depression, you get some Little Caesars, you just crawl under a blanket, and you just call that a, call that a Christmas. You know what? There's been worse Christmases. See, you've been depressed before. All right, so with that, guys, uh, <laughs> we say goodbye for the year, and uh, there you go. Absolutely. Talk to you guys next year. Bye.